Hello. Welcome to Making Meddling Mortals. I'm your host, Thatcher Whedon. Episode 5 took a little longer to make than expected and is still in the works. There's a lot of fluff to sort through in the recording and add on the extra tasks provided by Christmas and the holidays and you get quite a delay. However, instead of leaving people out in the cold this holiday season, I thought I'd give you a short episode to tide you over until the new year. I would like to present Making Meddling Mortals, a peek into the process behind designing and editing an amateur podcast. So, let's talk about the foundation of any RPG podcast, the people. I've been DMing with this current group for a while. The four of us, plus a few more, had started roleplaying in fall of 2019 with plans to create an RPG podcast. That project was in no way meddling mortals. We met a few times, but due to scheduling errors and people just not showing up, the whole thing got scrapped. While this was kind of for a knot, it did lay the groundwork for what this project would become. Fast forward to the start of 2020, the start of the coronavirus and the pandemic and the start of my spring break. I'd been tossing around the idea for a short mini-arc set in a world of superheroes. I liked DMing and I wanted to get back into it. So I called up a few of my friends from that old group and asked if they'd be interested in playing. We weren't actually going to record this one, this was just for fun, just hanging around during spring break. They said yes and the rest is history. This was the birthday of the Bridge Force, a name that has been tossed around a couple of times in the podcast. I'd love to talk more about them, but this is making meddling mortals, not making Bridge Force. I will give you guys this, however. The Bridge Force, who grew a group of four, then five heroes who fought an evil god, among other things. There was the Amazing Rock, who was kind of like a blend of the Thing, Kronk, and a firefighter. There was Laugh Machine, an office worker by day, and an old slapstick cartoon character by... Well, also day now that I think about it. There was Artemis, a hero that makes no sense whatsoever when you look at mythology. She had water powers. That's Poseidon, not Artemis, so yeah. Uh, she did also have a bow, so there's some tie-in with Artemis there. And finally, Cat Noir. S- just straight-up Cat Noir from Miraculous Ladybug. Eventually, after a couple of sessions, the DM got switched and I got to play a super-powered cowboy with a depressing backstory. If I had a nickel for every time I made a character like that, I would have two nickels. It's not much, but it's weird that it happened twice. The Bridge Force had wonderful adventures that lasted far beyond what I originally planned for them, until the fall of 2020, where I got the great idea to try that podcast thing again. Now, what you're hearing is right. The audio for Meddling Mortals was recorded over a year ago. So it was over a year between recording and me getting around to editing it. Am I proud of this? Oh, oh heck no, brother. Of course, this now begs the question. How did I come up with the story? I know I said that the cast is the foundation, but the story is also the foundation of a good RPG podcast. Everyone comes up with stories in their own special way. Some people can't make a story without outlining first, and some people write by the seat of their pants. I personally fall more into the latter part of this as opposed to the first, however I do do a lot of brainstorming. Usually my inspiration comes from things around me. I might like the concept of something, but find the execution lacking, so I add my own spin on it. Sometimes for stories, I like blending two things I enjoy. For example, the races and magic of fantasy, and the technology and setting of the Wild West. However, the interesting thing for Barnacle Bay is that the main idea, and I know this sounds a little corny, came from a dream. 
Now, in the original dream, there were these three connected ideas, three sort of concepts that I remember. There was a diver, covered in barnacles, merging from the depths, labeled as bad by my dream logic. There was a massive supercomputer composed of bright neon lights, and it kind of looked like that old window screensaver with the pipes. And finally, there was an evil Mickey Mouse organizing the whole thing. Obviously, some of these ideas were kept, and some of these were scrapped. Originally, the plan was to have the barnacles on Barnacle Bay be a result of genetic testing by a shadowy Disney-like corporation. They used bioengineered mascots for the parks as opposed to people in costume. The barnacles were a failed experiment, and the Mickey Mouse-like figure, a duck that I called Dizzy Duck, would be in the background, pulling strings and keeping everything secret. This idea was thrown out and changed to something else. Something bigger. Something more impactful. And something that we sadly didn't get to explore in our session. Maybe in the future, however. I, I have hopes and dreams of one day finishing this arc, but... Say, Levy. I'd love to talk more about some of the specific things in this arc, however, there are some mysteries I've yet to reveal, and some things that I would honestly rather have people discover for themselves. Story isn't everything, though. Let's get into some of the technical stuff. Editing and recording. So, everyone who is in the group actually lives in a different town in the different part of the state of Washington, so in order to meet, we would use Discord. And in order to record, we would use a bot for Discord. Uh, for those of you curious, the bot's name is Craig. Um, Craig does a pretty passable job, but was a little lacking in some departments. Primarily, Craig records audio from Discord. So all the hiccups from talking on Discord translate to Craig. If someone is cut out due to connection issues, that's kept by Craig. If some things are lost by Discord's noise suppression or mic sensitivity, that's also kept by Craig. Finally, the bot does not work well with crosstalk. If someone is talking over somebody else in the recording, the audio gets... weird, for lack of a better term. Um, it's really hard to describe, but if you listen close, I sadly have had to kept a couple of it in for story reasons. These audio recording hiccups is what have led me to recording directly in Audacity for current and future products. Speaking of which, let's talk about Audacity and editing itself. I use Audacity to edit, mostly because I don't want to spend money on software, and mostly because Audacity gets the job done, for the most part. Unless it, you know, corrupts my files. Twice. But programs aside, what do I actually do for editing? What is the term mean? For me, editing is where I comb through the audio, trying to mute any undesirable sounds. Think swallowing, coughing, sneezing, weird breaths, that sort of thing. I, I try to make an enjoyable experience to listen to, and if someone's talking and somebody in the background is coughing their lungs out, that's not really enjoyable. So usually I take those bad sounds and I send them straight into the depths of Tartarus. Something else that I do in editing is I try to smooth out continuity. Sometimes jokes are made and they just aren't funny, and they distract from the story and the gameplay. So I cut them. This also goes for side tangents and rabbit trails, things that we tend to go on a lot. Anything that interrupts the flow and contributes nothing is left on the cutting room floor. Sometimes jokes are made while other jokes are being made, and I have to sort those out. 
And sometimes jokes are made that are funny, but they distract from the story, so I usually throw this in a file called Oops All Outtakes and have myself a good chuckle from time to time. Will I release said file? Eh, maybe. Finally, the last thing I do for editing is give it a nice polish. Add music, add voiceover, add explanations, in the case of episode 4, and any bells and whistles that we want thrown in. Mr. Commodore's voice? That's all thanks to editing. Making it sound like I was talking from a truck radio in episode 2? Once again, thanks to editing. I have other responsibilities and things that I need to take care of, so I seldom have chance to edit an entire episode in one sitting. I usually work on bits and pieces throughout the week and do a big sweep when it's all done, just to make sure everything is good. I also usually play Minecraft during this time. Overall, the process to edit an entire episode takes anywhere from 9 to 5 hours, depending on the length of the audio. This isn't, of course, including the final draft, which takes about 1 to 2 hours to go through. So, hopefully, you've learned a thing or two about the process of making a podcast. Well, it's pretty easy, there are still hiccups and hurdles that need to be overcome. However, looking back on all of it, it's really been a great experience for me. I've had a lot of fun making jokes with my friends and sharing the story with not only them, but with you, the listener. For those curious about updates and the like, we are on Twitter at Nettling Mortals. We also have a Redbubble under the same name if you're looking for any late Christmas gifts. The theme song for this episode is also by Ross Bugden. He does the main theme song on Meddling Mortals. It's called Voiding. It's one of his newer songs, and I honestly really like it. You can check him out on YouTube, SoundCloud, or Twitter at Ross Bugden. Uh, he's honestly got some really good tracks. So we're going to take next week off for the holidays. So that means we'll see you in the new year. As always, thanks so much for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful night. Bye.